0: Happy Thursday, Beautifuls! Welcome to Growing Pains. I haven't introduced myself on the pod recently, but I'm Olivia, Olivia Santelli, and I'll be your bestie for about the next 25 minutes or so. I hope that whatever you're doing while you're listening to this podcast is bringing you a little bit of joy. Maybe you're on a walk or on a drive or doing chores. I mean, maybe chores aren't fun, but hopefully, this listening is bringing you joy. This week's topic is one that I have personally been waiting to dive into because I have been living in it, in the thick of it. And while I'm still pretty much in the thick of it, I feel like my life from this time last year to where I am right now is incredibly different. Actually, now that I think about it, realistically, a lot of the things about me are the same. But what has changed is my capacity to accept more for my life. I've recently had a career shift, and my time has been spent adjusting my schedule, understanding where I have availability to continue to pursue some of my passions. Like this podcast is one of my favorite things, but I don't have as much time to devote to it, and that's making me sad. So, making sure I'm adding in those times and those non negotiable moments to be able to nurture my passion projects, but also understanding when I need to set those boundaries and focus strictly on the work that is making me money. I've also been trying to find a little bit more balance in my life. For about the past year and a half, I've been in, and I don't think I realized it while I was in it, but like looking back now and being happy and being in the place that I am, I was in an emotional and a social slump. And some people might call that post-grad depression even though this has felt different than my other experiences of depression, depression doesn't necessarily need to be judged or labeled as a negative in your life or as a moment of weakness. It could just simply be a moment where your energy is lower, where you aren't doing some of the same things that you were doing before, where maybe you are just conserving or depressing your emotional and social life so that you can focus on other parts of your life. And I feel like that's what my post grad depressive episode, just time after graduating, really consisted of. Before we dive all the way in, I want to say thank you for being here. Thanks for listening and for showing up for yourself. I hope that you guys go back and listen to some of our past episodes. Last week's was really important, a topic that everybody needs to listen to, even if you don't think you need to. <laughs> Same with the past season, season one and growing into season two, we have touched on a lot of topics that have helped me grow into the version of myself that I am today that have helped me overcome anxiety and really grow into somebody who is comfortable not knowing what's next. And I think that that is a big theme in today's topic. So if you've liked today's episode or if you have liked previous episodes or if you've been a listener for a while, drop us a five-star review. Go ahead and show the love, spread the love so we can continue to grow this community around Growing Pains. Also, if you'd like to give us a little follow on Insta, follow us at Pains, or you can follow me personally at olivia.santelli on both Instagram and TikTok. Let's jump right into it. I want to start with just my journey post-grad. I graduated early from Michigan State University. If you've been a listener for a while, you already know this. But I graduated early and I took that time after graduation between when I graduated and the rest of my peers to work. I was a bartender hustling my butt off (laughs) and making as much money as I could paying rent and just to try to save up for this next part of my life. And then I was also job searching and doing my very best to figure out what the heck it is that I wanted to say I wanted to do for the rest of my life, which is a big thing to do. It's a big ask of somebody at 18 and it's even bigger ask of somebody at 21. It's still a big ask of me at 22 and I'm sure in 40 years it will still be something that I'm figuring out day by day. From the day I graduated, honestly, until more recently, I have just been deep dive focusing into that question, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? And I think the reason why it pushed me into a bit of an emotional and social slump is because I was taking it too seriously. I was taking the question, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? As an end all be all question, I had to decide then and there when that's not the case. And it continues to change every single day. I think one of my least favorite questions, like after you graduate, everybody's like, oh, so what's next? What's next? What are you doing? Would you graduate?" And I'm like, oh my God, if somebody asks me that question one more time, I think I'm gonna blow up because I can only tell people that I'm figuring it out as I go so many times before it makes me believe that I don't have anything figured out. And that's not how I wanna feel. I want to feel like I can do anything and continue to figure it out as I continue to do anything. And so as I was making that decision and really, really focused, deep dived into making sure that what I choose is perfect, I was judging myself for not already knowing. It led me to apply to a bunch of different jobs. And if you listen back to the Following Your Heart episode, we talk a lot about how I ended up deciding on what job to take and how that led me to where I am now. But I took a job that I didn't know if it was perfect for me. I didn't know and I still don't know and obviously it turned out that it wasn't because I just made a career shift, but it was something to get me started. This was always said to me when I was in college and when I was building my resume and my professors were talking to me. Once you have a job, It is so much easier to find other jobs. Your network starts to grow. You start to understand what your skills are or where you maybe aren't enjoying work so much. And then you can start to dive into the path that actually is working for you. And so in all of that, I began to work multiple jobs. While I was deep focused in kind of avoiding my social plans, kind of avoiding my emotions, really taking myself a little too seriously for the past year... I pushed myself to expand my capacity to do more, and this is where I really started growing. I allowed myself to start this podcast in that time of really forcing myself and judging myself, and judgment doesn't have to be a bad thing. I just recently had a conversation about this, and it was incredibly eye-opening. Maybe I'll do a whole episode on perspective, but While I was in that phase of judging myself and saying, I have to be doing more, what's next, what's next, I pushed myself to something that was really amazing. I pushed myself to start this podcast. I started to sign up for Pilates teacher training, and guess what? I just finished Pilates teacher training. How exciting is that? I started going on trips, and life started becoming exciting. I was filling it up with new opportunities, new experiences. I started managing social media accounts, and now I work for a social media management agency. Let me tell you, working six jobs is not a recommendation that I have to you, but if it's something that you need to do to figure out what fills you up, then do it. Yes, it might get rid of your social life. That is true. But in the same time, It brings you to a place of understanding and knowing that if one thing falls off, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter at all because I have these other options that are also inspiring me to continue to press into. And here's the thing about life and life post-grad. You don't really know if this is what life is supposed to feel like. I think that's been something that I've said to myself for a long time now. Like, I could write a whole book on it probably Post-grad life, you stop having structure. You have gone your whole life going through school, waking up at a certain time, going somewhere at a certain time, having to follow every step. People telling you what to do. People telling you where to study. People telling you what extracurriculars to do. And now you're finally at this point in life where you're like, you mean I'm making the choices for myself? You mean like I can just do anything (laughs) as long as I'm making money and living? I wasn't prepared for that. I was like, is this really what life is supposed to feel like? Because I don't because I don't know. Am I supposed to feel more structured? Is everybody else's life more structured? Am I am I doing the right thing? Like nobody's giving me positive reinforcement. I I'm really confused. I don't have grades to tell me if I'm doing a good job or not. It really throws your whole social structure. Your whole Structure of honestly, even understanding if you're doing good at life, off, and you have to give yourself that positive reinforcement that you are doing good enough and that you are following the choices that you needed to follow. Confidence is absolutely everything, absolutely everything, and I have learned that time and time again. I think the first time I learned it was when I was in an internship with Big Ten Network at Michigan State. I walked into that internship never having produced a live broadcast before. And I walked out of that internship understanding what that role was, what it entailed, and just having to have the confidence to speak up for myself. It didn't matter if I didn't have the answers. I made up the answer and I lived by that choice that I made. And that is everything. It is every job that you walk into. The more that you can make a decision and live by the decision you made. Act as if you know why you made that decision. Back it up. The more you will succeed at what you're doing. The more you can learn if that decision was wrong and then progress and make a different choice and make it a better one, the more you will succeed at your life. No one knows what the hell they're doing. Not even my 55-year-old parents know what the heck they're doing. They're figuring it out as they go. And that is the beauty in post-grad life. We'll dive even deeper into that conversation, but I want to give you guys a couple of tools here in the middle that helped me find normalcy after graduating. Because like I said, we, we lose that structure, that positive reinforcement, that what am I supposed to be doing with my life? And so we can fall into a laying in bed and watching TV all day, going to work, coming home, doing the same thing, repeat, repeat, repeat and that can be really hard on our mental health. So I want to dive into a couple of things that really helped me post grad. Setting aside a morning routine, and one that included me going to the gym before work. If that meant I had to wake up early, that's what I did. I didn't allow myself to sleep in because I knew that if I allowed myself to continue to sleep in, I would get into that habit and then I wouldn't get the things that I actually get that positive reinforcement in my life from done. And Just by setting a morning routine, you're not going to fix your whole life, right? You're just trying to add in steps to give yourself that little bit of positive feedback, knowing you're doing something better for your future self in the morning. So my morning routine, personally for me, looked like waking up, having a little snack, drinking my coffee, journaling, meditating, packing for the gym, leaving, then going to work for the day. It helped me because I got to check those things off my list I was active in the morning. I didn't have to worry about it after work, and it made me feel good, no matter what happened at work. I had already done those things for myself in the morning. The next thing that really, really helped me and is still helping me, and I'm like still progressing on how to do it the most efficiently is planning out my days using time blocking. I bought this sheet on Amazon that was like from six a m to like 10, 30 p.m., and I would write out to the 15 minutes what I was doing every single day. So that my brain power wasn't used on trying to figure out what to do next or what I needed to do to achieve my goals for the week. It was already listed in my time block and I just had to follow day by day what that schedule told me. And if I did that, boom, I accomplished the goals that I set up because I went in before the week started and time blocked out the time that I needed To accomplish the things that I had hoped. It took all of the pressure out of having to decide what it is to do every day and put all of my time and all of my energy into just getting that work done. And finally, I allowed myself to take the downtime that you have post grad because you have a lot of downtime, you don't have classes, all you have to do realistically is go to work, and I allowed myself to take on new projects to grow my confidence beyond my standard career. The more you do something, even if it's bad, this podcast was probably terrible when it started. I mean, I can listen back and I can tell you that it was probably terrible. (laughs) I mean, it still might be terrible and that's okay. I started Pilates videos and they are terrible. And that is okay. Because I know in a year from now, when I look back, after consistently showing up for myself, They're going to be in a place that I never thought that they could be. And so I'm pushing myself into uncomfortable places to allow myself to build confidence. And the confidence isn't coming from doing those things good. It's coming from just doing the things. And it's okay if you start and they're bad and you realize that you don't like being bad at things so you just want to try something that makes you feel good. That's okay too. I'm still living at home, so thankfully, all of my bills haven't come full force yet, but realistically, post-grad is just about making enough money to live and be happy doing it. Seriously. If that means that you are making $35,000 a year and you live with multiple roommates and you're paying off your student loans, but you are happy as ever because you're following your heart and you live with passion, then that is success. Say you're on the opposite end and you're making $100,000 a year living in the apartment that you own of your dreams and you're going out every weekend meeting new friends and you're enjoying your time in all of the things that you have, but maybe you're not working a job that's filling you up, but you're feeling fulfilled and successful in the other aspects of your life, then that is success. There is no right or wrong way to live post-grad. And I think that that's something that I really got caught up in while I was in school. While you're in college, you're thinking that after school, we have to make the most money. We have to have the best job. We have to move to the best city. And that's honestly, it's a bunch of BS. (laughs) Like, nobody has to do anything. You just have to be happy. And sometimes I forget that life is so long. Even though it might not seem like it or feel like it. If there's one thing that I learned from living with my parents for this past year, it's that your dreams can come true at any point in life. You can be 50 and starting over. You can have just retired from a career that you spent your whole life doing, and now you can make a new choice and spend the next 40 years of your life doing something different. It doesn't have to be work and rest and work and rest. It can be whatever it is that feels good for you and you can start over at any point and that is true freedom that is what makes this part of life so exciting I was actually just talking to my grandma not too long ago she moved out of our house that about a year ago into her own apartment and it's been about a year from when she moved out that my grandpa passed so he passed about two years ago maybe two maybe three guys, time is not on my side. (laughs) Anyway, my grandma moved out and this is her first time that she has ever lived alone, ever in her life. She went from living with her family to living with my grandpa and taking care of him for her entire life. And so this is a big change and it's causing her some anxiety and emotions that she's never had to feel before. Because she's always had somebody to take care of her, or vice versa. Her taking care of somebody else. So she didn't have time to think about what she was doing. I mean, our grandparents' generation is obviously not quite as self-aware as we are, I don't think. They really were just living in the moment and doing what they had to do to survive. Is just the general collective energy. We have more awareness of the opportunities and the possibilities for our life. So I was talking to her about these feelings and everything, and I told her, I said, Grandma, this phase of life sounds a lot like your freshman year of college. She never went to college, but I explained that. (laughs) Freshman year is a year of running around, trying to understand what this new freedom holds for you. While trying to understand what you want in life, while trying to make new friends, while trying to get good grades, in the midst of being asked what you want to do with the rest of your life and trying to make the decisions to get that choice right and At the same time, you honestly probably look like a dweeb and feel like a dweeb trying to figure it all out because you're at the bottom of the totem pole. And yeah, that can suck. (laughs) And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. It's just a phase of life that you have to live through. And you have to try to pull and pick up the pieces as you go. But sometimes in other moments, it's incredibly freeing. That you have this open slate of opportunities available in all of this new freedom. I think that when I had originally planned to talk about postgrad, I was going to say, listen, you guys, postgrad sucks. Like, postgrad is really hard. And, you know, that's just about all I can say. Because it is. Because postgrad is hard. But it's all about shifting your perspective and opening your mind to accept the new freedom that you have. People might verbally be asking you, what's next? Do you have it figured out? But they're only asking you because they probably don't have it figured out. They're like, okay, so how'd you do it? It's okay to not have it figured out. And I think life is about not having life figured out. And I have finally, oh my goodness, finally accepted that as my reality. And it is incredibly exciting. And it is so freeing to be able... To just wake up every day, do anything, make myself a little bit of money, see what's coming next, allow myself to accomplish goals, and watch as I just build this life in front of my eyes. Make new choices if I feel like those old ones aren't bringing me where I want to go. Follow the choices that are making me the money that I want to make or bringing me to the friends I want to get to or bringing me the life that I'm hoping to attract to myself and that that really is the positive in post-grad so if you're in a slump if you are living in a bit of post-grad depression or if you're about to graduate and you feel like there's a lot of pressure to figure out what's next don't worry really don't stress genuinely just try as hard as you can But also, allow it to just flow. Just take the job that feels good, or take the job that maybe doesn't feel good, but makes you a lot of money so you can move wherever the heck you want. And pick up the pieces as you go. If you start to hate that job, quit. Absolutely quit. If you find something else that you love, try to pursue it. There doesn't need to be judgment. And when I speak of judgment in this term, I speak of it in a negative way from other people. Don't allow other people's opinions of where you're at in life deflect you from what feels good for yourself. Just allow yourself to live and be happy and make a little bit of money so that you can feed yourself. And that's about it. That's about all I can say about having a good life post-grad. Wow, that felt good. (laughs) Let's do our spark courage. Let me shake up our matches that we have here. This one's fun! Wait, this kind of goes on what we were talking about. About me avoiding plans and being in the social slump for what? For what? Really? Genuinely? Because I was taking myself too seriously? Not necessary. Just say yes to the plans. Just do the thing. It'll all work out. That's what this match says. It says say yes to something that you would normally decline. Let's all do that this week. If you normally decline going out or if you normally decline grabbing coffee with somebody, just say yes just take the meeting, just do the thing. I I mean, I think I've gotten into this headspace of, like, we're all just floating on this big rock, so why does any of it matter? I just need to do the best I can and create the life that I want to create, and that's the best I can do. I want to thank you guys so much for being here and listening to me ramble. I hope that maybe you're feeling a little inspired in your post-grad life now. Maybe it's not so daunting, so scary. Maybe we can just all take a big deep breath together and keep trying to let go of control until next time let's look in the mirror let's tell ourselves we love ourselves i'm saying olivia i love you okay you guys all have to say it to yourselves now (laughs) i love you guys drink so much water take care of yourself try something new say yes to the planes you would normally decline and until next week